It's a hockey show for you, the best fans in the AHL. Comets Insider on 94.9 K-Rock. Brought to you by Pathfinder Bank, Slocum Dixon Medical Group, and by Labatt Blue. Murray holds, gives it off to Logan Brown, back down to 33, gone with an interception, sends it to the empty net, and he Rochester scoops it up the wall where Olofsson pulls it in. Turned over, Darcy with a steal, and he scores! Cam Darcy took it away from Gooley, who gave it to him on a silver platter, and Darcy cashes in the Comets, go up by two. McEnany, Boucher, one-timer, didn't get anything good on it, and harmlessly rolls around to Carcone, nice feed, McEnany walks to the middle with a wrister, and he scores! It's time to go top shelf at the 72 Tavern and Grill. It's Rain Man and Scoop. All the positive highlights basically since the last time we got together here on 94.9 K-Rock Utica Comets Insider at the 72 Tavern and Grill. It's attached right to the Adirondack Bank Center from Labatt Blue Slocum Dixon and Pathfinder Bank, as you just heard. All out-of-town or away Utica Comets games are shown exclusively here at the 72 Tavern on AHL Live. They got the deal. If you want to see them when they're not playing on this sheet of ice, this is where you want to go. Also, for the holidays, buy 25, get five, and gift certificates, I just found out down here. Wow. Utica College Teddy Bear tosses on Friday. They will also have the Cuse game on uh, the same day, uh, what's it, Wednesday? Wednesday. Uh, the, the Binghamton Devils game at 7.05. Did I get that right? No, go ahead. Saturday for the... Uh, Saturday for the teddy bear toss. I'm there sorry. we go. I was, I was corrected. I got it right. There we go. Thatcher Demko is sitting next to me. Scoop is here. My name is Rain Man. It's time to talk Utica Comets hockey on a three-game winning streak, which is fantastic news for everybody. Thatcher's 2-0 since his return. A late start to the season. You're finally feeling good. It's fantastic to have you back. And it's pretty obvious, Thatcher, that it was a bit of an emotional lift for the team. Yeah, I mean, I... Um I want to have a positive impact in any way that I can. So uh, getting those two wins and, and obviously the one in between there last week was awesome. Uh, we were on a bit of a skid. Uh, I think we had lost four four in a row there. So um, worked worked really hard to make sure that I was as sharp as I could when I got back. And uh, the guys played really great last week, you know, all the way around and, and got a few wins under our belt. When you go through an injury like that, concussion, you can't play it's aggravating it's frustrating you want to be out there but you know it's not time how do you keep your spirits up how do you keep focused how do you maintain a good attitude i imagine that was very very difficult to go through that yeah it was uh, certainly one of the most challenging things that i've been through in my career um i mean just just coming to the rink every day knowing i'm not going to be on the ice was tough and um, but I, I, I just figured that it's not going to help anyone if I come to the rink open every day and, you know, super bummed out I'm not out there. So I just I tried to keep a good attitude and, and worry about the things that I can control. So um, obviously with, with the brain, you can't really mess around. I, I wanted to make sure that I was healthy and feeling good before I got back on the ice and, and did everything I could to help out from a distance. Thatcher, it was, it was emotional. You were the first star in your first game back. We did a post a post-game on-ice interview for that. And Carter was standing there waiting for you. 
and I could see your eyes, and it was a relief, but it, but it was an emotional thing, as you said. It was, it was probably one of those wins you're going to savor. I mean, it's this far, with everything that you've done, even an NHL, you've even gotten your first NHL game out of the way, but that was a big one, because you don't know. Yeah, I mean taking two months off um especially after a summer you know like my my first real game back since playing toronto in the playoffs last year you're not too sure what to expect and um you know these these guys are, are my best friends and um you know playing with them is something i take pride in and and being able to come back and, and get that win and, and just the way the team played in front of me was was really inspiring and you know here in the crowd and, and all that kind of stuff was was just fantastic so Getting that win for them and, and obviously sharing a couple moments with some of the guys after the game was really special. They were, yeah, there was genuine happiness by your teammates. You could see that. It wasn't just a, an, another win. It was a special one for the guys, too. And yeah. you, you could tell, by the way, they were really protecting you on the ice, especially, especially the first game back. Yeah, no, n- no doubt there. I mean, these guys... You know, every, everyone in the room has each other's back, uh, no matter what, whether you're a call-up or, you know, a fifth-year, six-year guy like, like Banksy or Wacy. But, um, yeah, I mean, every, everyone wants to win. Everyone, you know, protects one another, and I think that was on full display on Wednesday night. Well, we had a losing streak. Now we got a three-game winning streak. But one of those games, you really gutted out. I mean, you, you uh, that was like uh, we were outshot 28-21 to 21 against Belleville. And... You know, you you had to shoulder a little bit more of the load that night in terms of carrying the team, and you know, and they're making more shots than we're we're able to muster. You know, that that's a big deal, and the team, according to Coach Call, was kind of tired. But I think your performance has lifted them. They, I think, they feel a certain security having you back there, and I, I just see just a, a new team almost out there now with, with a better attitude doing the little things right that we talked about last week i mean what a difference a week makes and get, and last week we were talking about a losing streak now we got three in a row we're not in last place anymore we're in fourth place we're just behind cleveland so uh kudos to you for such a great job over these uh, couple of games and what was an undoubtedly an emotional thing for you i you've got to be sitting there going gosh when i come back what's it going to be like yeah, I mean, I um, I think this being my third year, I, I definitely have some comfortability this year that I, I probably didn't have in years past. And um, I'm trying to be more of a leader in the room and, and learning from guys like Carter Banks, Wacey Hamilton, Jamie Cyphers, these guys that have been around and they know, you know, the attitude you have to have and, and just the attention to detail, like you mentioned, that it's so important to, to winning games. Um, might be not so obvious to the fans in the stands, but there's... There's a lot of little things that contribute to to winning a game. So that's something that, you know, as a part of, you know, those older guys, I want to step into that role and and be more of a leader this year. And obviously I haven't been able to do it on the ice quite as much this year just with the injury and stuff. But just being every day or coming to the rink every day and and working hard and showing those guys what it takes to to be, you know, winners and, and, um, you know, make sure that we're doing all the right things, I, I think is something I'm really looking at. Thatcher Demko is with us here at the 72 Tavern. It's Utica Comets Insider with 94.9 K-Rock. My name is Rain. Scoop is here. Also, your family was in town. At least your mom was. Danielle, I saw. Yep. Uh, it's nice to have her. She said she was here for about 10 days. And I put something on Twitter letting her know that you were going to be our guest tonight. And she was just heading back to the sunshine in San Diego, she said. Did you get the game puck after your first win the other night? No, I didn't. Yes, you did. 
Oh, there it is. Yeah, there it is, right it. there. So I'm I'm telling getting, the story. I, I'm getting ready <laughs> to interview Thatcher when he gets the first star. For those that don't know, I do the in-game hosting this year, so I, I'm waiting for the introductions. And, and Thatcher skates out, and Damon Parmley, the equipment manager, comes walk around the board, and he's carrying some equipment off the ice, and he he goes like this. He's a grain game puck, and I went no kidding. Put it in my pocket. And then I'm like, eh, I didn't want to do it then and there, but I knew you were coming in, so I saved it for you. Awesome. So Thank th- you very much. Th- yeah. if, if you want to give that to, uh, to Brenton or to Danielle, yeah, keep it for I'm yourself. Yeah, sure uh, one of them will, will take it for sure. That's awesome. First win of the third professional season, so I yeah. thought we'd give that to Thatcher. Thank you. What were your, what were your thoughts like? And we've kind of been over it, sort of, but you, you said it yourself. It, when you're dealing with the brain, it's a little bit different. And I know wacy has been struggling with this, too you got to think about life after hockey. And when you're so early in your career and still haven't gotten ultimately where you're trying to go, which is clearly Vancouver, what are you thinking about before that first game? It's It's got to be different than any other game that you're playing during the course of a season, especially when you get back in the rhythm of the season. Yeah, I mean, it was, uh, there was definitely some emotions on both both sides of the spectrum. Um, obviously, I'm, I'm a little bit nervous. Just like I said, you, you're not too sure what to expect, but... At the same time, I didn't put too much pressure on myself. Um, you know, I, I know, obviously, I'm, I'm a competitive guy. We have a lot of competitive guys in the room. We want to win every game. But at the same time, like, you know, if I go go into the game putting too much pressure on myself, then it's probably going to have a negative out, outcome. So, um, yeah, I, I, I just went out and I, I had fun. And, and the, the guys really responded really well in the third there, you know, going down, down a goal, going in the third and ended up winning the game. So... Um, definitely a, a lot of emotions throughout the game. Um, I think the toughest part was before the game trying to remember what my pregame routine was. Yeah. But, um, yeah, ultimately it was all good. Well, so what is the pregame routine? I know fans love hearing about stuff like that. I always love the behind-the-scenes stuff personally. Uh, for example, like Cam Darcy was mic'd up the other day, and I want to hear that. I want to hear the stuff that was said on the ice. Oh, I'm sure with Cam, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He... he um, he dropped a, an F-bomb right before I had course, to do a, po- a post-game. <laughs> I get a post-gamer for him. I, did, I do an intermission report with him, and, and then he ends up being first star for scoring the game-winning goal. And he comes over. I'm like, you got to do this again with me. He's like, oh, bleep. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I don't want to be on the mic. But. No. But, uh, yeah, I got um, – I think – well, my, my college routine was pretty intense. Um, I get a, a little bit of a workout in before the game, and – do some visualizations, some tennis balls, like the whole thing. And I tried to carry that over into my pro career early in my first year. And I ended up just gassing the whole thing because I was getting too tired from, from the workout I was doing before the game. And you play so many games in pro hockey that it's hard to, to keep up with all the superstitions and, and all that kind of thing. So um, nowadays it's just, you know, take a nap from 1230 to 1:30, wake up, get a coffee, go to the rink, play some soccer and go on the ice not too much to it um i found i I play a little bit better when i'm not thinking or trying too hard so just try to relax and and enjoy it you you've matured in in, a lot yeah i i remember first meeting you a few years ago when you first got here and 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 i think it has to do with i can say this now because i've had numerous conversations with your dad scoop has as well we we watched the toronto games with your dad basically standing in the stands and you get to talking to him a little bit, and then in some correspondence with your mom, we kind of see where you get it from. I think you've got some had some good guidance, and they've kind of helped bring you to where you are. Get some perspective now. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, I kind of grew up pretty quickly. I moved away from home when I was 15 and ended up going to BC a year early when I was 17. 
So I, um, I definitely had to grow up a, a little bit early in that respect, but uh, I think those guys kind of laid the foundation for me and, and made, made it, um, you know, made me able to move away and, and have success just as a person. You know, going away from home at 15 is, is difficult. Um, definitely had some growing pains there, but I think, you know, just some of the things that they, um, you know, instilled in me at a, a young age kind of shined through. Absolutely, Scoop. What were some of the things you were fighting? I, I think we're all, like, as fans and really as professional athletes, still getting more acquainted with concussions and you know what's the the symptoms maybe what what were you dealing with what were you experiencing that doctors told you were symptoms of of a concussion yeah i mean the headaches were you getting groggy the uh the tough thing with concussions is the recovery isn't always linear um it's never a straight line to the to the end it's always up and down up and down so You'd have you know a couple of good days in a row. You think you're good to go, and then all of a sudden you you have a, a migraine or you know something to the point where you can't even look at your phone or, or have a conversation with someone. So um, definitely some headache issues. You know the the big issue for me that kind of held me out for very long was I I would get lightheaded and foggy, and any time I was on the ice, it seemed like it was super bright, and and the lights were, would bother me and. Um, just some pretty typical stuff with concussion and um you know at the end of the day i was out for so long it felt like that i was trying to figure out you know what was really going on because i had been cleared from my concussion you know a few weeks ago so what is the actual normal that i'm looking for yeah so it's it's i talked to a handful of doctors obviously saw some specialists and everyone cleared me from my concussion but i was still getting these symptoms so i was trying to figure out you know what's causing those and and how can i you know do something to uh, prevent it but um the like you guys mentioned like you can't really mess around with the brain you know i i felt like i didn't want to come back unless i was really feeling good and really able to play my own game and, and feel good doing it. That's your Demko once again joining us, Utica Comets Insider from the 72 Tavern and 94.9 K-Rock. And if you're going through those symptoms, like you don't even want to look at your phone maybe, we, we know you love to play the NHL, uh, <laughs> the video game. So you probably don't even feel like doing that when you're no, having No, I couldn't. I was, uh, there was about a month there where I was, you know, I had to wear glasses almost, you know, 24-7, like... Even just before bed, you know, it's dark out. There's no lights on in the house, and it's still, you know, too much for me where I'm wearing sunglasses indoors. So the, uh, the NHL career's taken a little bit of a, did, a sideline. Did you compare notes with Wacy, or did the doctors tell you not to do that because what he has may not even relate to you and your situation? Yeah, I know. There's, there's been a few, few times where, you know, we've kind of talked about it and... Um, you know, like you said, everyone's different. Um, his concussion's completely different from mine, and uh, uh, some of our symptoms are the same, but they come in, in waves and, and in different forms. So and he's dealt with this before, which adds a whole other layer to it as right. well. Right, and and you know, Wacy's got a family, and um, you know, you, I think especially he he just had a daughter last year. I think that kind of they got another one on the way too. Yeah, they got another one on the way. I think that kind of puts things in perspective for you, where. You know, hockey's not so important when you got, you know, a little girl at home. And um, obviously for me, you know, being around guys like that, it it helps me understand, like, at some point in my life, obviously I want to be 
a father and and do all that stuff and um i don't want to have any any issues that you know keep recurring because i didn't take care of myself when i was 22 absolutely what are some of the other things you do to maintain your fitness level while you're out dealing with you can can you ride the bike can you get in the weight room Uh, what are the restrictions on that especially I mean, at the very beginning of the injury, I'm sure it's a little bit different protocol than as you get closer to the end or assume you're a little bit closer to the end because, like you said, it's not linear. And I right. imagine there's some things very similarly that you just can't do because of the concussion. Yeah, I mean, when you're in uh, concussion protocol, you cannot do anything. Like You can't do cardio or no, anything like that? No, like if your heart rate gets above a certain number, then you have a headache. Like yeah. That's just how it goes. And um, that's the most frustrating part because you got a broken wrist. You can ride the bike. You can squat. You can do whatever else to make sure that you're staying in somewhat good shape so that when you do return, you're ready to go. But with the concussion, it's a full body thing. You can't, you know, you can't ride the bike. You can't do any of that kind of stuff to try and stay, stay engaged in the season and, and make sure that you're good to go. So um, that was definitely one of the tougher parts for me was getting back and uh, started really slow, you know, getting on the ice, no pucks, no other people on the ice, make sure that I was really focused on, you know, just skating or, or whatever I was doing that day. But, um, you know, even just the jump from Wednesday's game to Saturday's game for me, I felt better because um, there's there's levels to it, right? Like you're you're in bike shape and then maybe you're on, on ice shape and then you got to get into practice shape and then it, it, you can't really you know simulate a game so and then you've um, got to maintain game shape after that yeah which you know it becomes easier as you keep playing um i think i'm getting to that point now where i'm just kind of back into the grind of it and and you know i feel much more accustomed to it but um wednesday night i felt felt it for sure i only had 21 shots but it felt like it was 65 but um yeah it's getting better i've noticed you've been you've been real sharp though a couple of a couple of glove saves were real sharp uh real quick down low with a lateral movement are you are you feeling like you're seeing the puck well and everything's kind of clicking for you now yeah, I think so. I mean, obviously there's going to be some rust. Um, there's just certain stuff that you can't really um, reproduce um, in practice that you'd like to in a game. But uh, I, I worked extremely hard uh, to make sure that when I got on the ice for a game, I was going to be as sharp as I possibly could, both mentally and physically. I watched a ton of film uh, when I was hurt, just trying to stay into it and, and make sure I was staying up to date with the, the systems that the teams are running. Uh, the systems that other teams are running, that kind of thing. Um, and I was actually able to work on some stuff that I thought I needed to work on uh, personally. You know, you know, I was coming to the rink early, making sure maybe I wasn't skating with the team, but I was getting on the ice very early and, and doing some individual work to make sure that I was you know, dialing in those, those little details that I need to work on. Always the one thing that separates the good from the great, right? Thatcher Demko here with us on 94.9 K-Rock. This is Utica Comets Insider. We're live at the 72 Tavern and Grill, and we'll be right back. I'm here with my main man, and I got to know, how you going to do that hockey? Utica Comets Insider. Live from the 72 Tavern and Grill, it's Rain Man and Scoop. On 94.9 K-Rock. Brought to you by Labat Blue, Slocum Dixon, Pathfinder Bank. Listen in at krock.com. Also on the K-Rock app, we are live from the 72 Tavern and Grill. And with five Comets games out of six, the next batch of games being on the road, this is where you want to watch some Comets hockey when they're on the road. Many TVs, I've done that very thing. Come in here and watch the game with a lot of Comets fans. 
It's a great spot to do that when the Comets are on the road. Hey, you want to watch Monday Night Football? This is a great place to be. We are with Thatcher Demko. Next segment, we'll speak with Joe Cujo Roberts, play-by-play voice of your Utica Comets. And, Thatcher, you uh, weren't very active on Twitter while you were recuperating. At TDemko30 was kind of quiet when you were recuperating. Uh, was it just the distraction you didn't need? Is, is that why you didn't have much to say? Or and The Elon Musk label on it. We were laughing at the nameplate. So my Twitter has been hacked. Okay. Oh, really? I have not been able to get into my Twitter for about a month now, um, which is fine by me. I'm not overly active on it anyway. Um, but, yeah, I, I went on there one day, and it wouldn't let me on, so I went on uh, my, my roommate, Zach McHugh, and I went on his phone and, so I guess Elon Musk hacked me or something, but um, <laughs> that's great. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what he's do- what he's up to. If he's got some sort of plan going on, but yeah, I haven't been on there in, in about a month now. Doesn't he owe you a Tesla and a ride in a spaceship or something? I I don't know, man. I, he hasn't been tweeting, I guess, which is nice. That's what my teammates are telling me. But um, yeah, I, I I got no access to it. Oh, that's hilarious. See, now that happens to, like, everybody else in here. That's probably happened to you at some point in time. Honestly, I, I can't blame anyone else but myself. My password is not very challenging. So um, I guess the guy was just a good guesser. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I don't know how he got in. But I haven't been on in a long time. Nah, you're not missing much. It's usually yeah. just people saying. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm totally fine being off of it, for sure. So some guys have also come back besides you. Uh, first one I wanted to mention is Dylan Bluegis. He has looked good. He's bringing a physical game. I mean, he dropped the gloves the other night. He's taken the body a lot. I think other guys, I've noticed a little bit more physicality in the last handful of games. Uh, from your perspective, back on the ice in the last few, or, of course, even from you're always there watching the guys. Have you noticed that, too? Yeah, I think guys are, are a little bit more physical. I think that kind of just goes into the way that we want to play. Um, you know, we want to be a gritty team to play against, hard team to play against, and, and that obviously comes with that. But... Um, I think I think Blue's been great. He uh, he was one of my favorite guys to play for last year, and obviously he wasn't in the lineup for a couple games there, but um, he's still leading our team in block shots, which a goalie can always appreciate. And, and obviously he's willing to step up for our team, dropping the gloves and, and fighting. So um, you know a, a team really respects a guy that's willing to do those things, and, and obviously he's he's earning his spot in the lineup right now. There's a solid defensive group on this team. Evan McEnany, you know, Sots is, is is been more physical this year than I ever remember him. Uh, I mean, Chatty, him being out for a while, that's that's going to hurt. I, he's really come a long way in the last year and a half. And, I mean, we can go on. Jamie Cyphers is another one. I mean, that veteran presence back there. Um, obviously, Ali, Uvali, Ali Ulevi, yeah. <laughs> he's been out for a couple games. That's a tough one to say. We, we had to battle with Joe Roberts about that. We'll, we'll fill you in the story yeah. during the break. Uh, but the guys in front of you, I mean, whoever's in and out, everybody's stepping up, and it's 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 been solidifying. I've definitely noticed that. Yeah, I mean, I can't really tell you, uh, you know, the chemistry that I've I've developed with this decor over the last two years. Um, you know, Blue coming to our team late last year, fitting right in. I think Sots took strides, you know, two summers ago, came in last season playing really physical, and then the addition of, of Jamie, obviously, you know, the impact that he has on our team and, and the city. Um, but, I mean, these guys, we're, we're all on the same page. We're all willing to do anything it takes to win for one another. Uh, I mean, if you just look at, at some of the stuff that these guys are doing in our own end, just blocking shots, playing physical, just 
you know, battling at the blue line to get the puck out, little stuff like that. It's uh, as a goaltender, it just it makes you appreciate them a little bit more, and um, it it helps that they're all great guys off the ice. Like you, you care about them as people, and then and then you step out, and it makes it that much easier to play for them. So, I think, like you said, obviously it's solidifying itself, and um, you know, gonna gonna be missing Chatty here with with that injury, but we have guys that can can step in and and do their best too. And don't you think too, when maybe the team shows up and they they really don't have their A game, but they still manage to do a lot of those little things right, like, say, Saturday night when you're getting outshot and, and maybe you're just tired, but you're doing those little things right and you're hanging in there, you're persistent, you're, you play with a certain degree of desperation, then good things happen, like you get a win, and, and then you get to take that out on the road here, and, that, you know, the traveling's going to be tough, but you'll be coming home a little bit, practicing a little bit. I think this bodes well, uh going forward it's a heck of a lot better than a than a losing streak no, absolutely yeah absolutely i mean um i mean first of all Baki played phenomenal on friday night like i don't we definitely would have won if he had had played any worse than he did i, th- I think he held us in that game and, and the guys know that but that's going to happen on the road when you're playing a lot of games there and um you know that that win friday night leads us right into saturday night and, and playing a, t- a confident game like i thought we did saturday night i don't think that we could have done that if we hadn't pulled a win out on Friday in Rochester, but um, yeah, I mean, there's there's certain things in our game that are non-negotiable. Whether you're on or off that night, like not playing well, not really feeling it, there's just certain things that you have to do um, that are part of our identity as a team, and and our coaches make that very clear, and our our captains and, and our veteran guys kind of hold us accountable. So um, yeah, I mean, like like I said, if you're not really feeling it, it doesn't really matter. You still got to play the right way. There's and, go ahead, go ahead. And, and perhaps. You know, it's that it's the process. Remember, Travis Green used to talk about all the time, and and maybe maybe that chemistry is starting to happen now. Maybe the the young guys are starting to get it. They've been here a little bit longer. Hopefully, we see the, uh, this kind of effort sustained. Well, and, and and I look at Thatcher, and you can you can answer this for both of us. Guys like Tanner Caro, who is just consistently good. Cam, Cam lost a couple games in there. You know, he came back, but. He has been just such a well-rounded two-way player. I've known he's really stood out to me the last couple of games. Now, there's some other guys, but let's start with those two. And when it's clicking for these guys, the other guys are kind of following along right now. You know, you pick each other up when one guy's down a little bit, but they've been leading the charge. Yeah, I mean, Kersey's a great pro. Um, I, I think he's been a great addition for us. I love having him in the room. He's a great guy. Um, he's he's played a few years pro now, and he, and he knows you, you know he knows how to play the game the right way, and I think he's he's another veteran guy that our young guys can look up to and and you know try to emulate a little bit. So I, anytime you can get a guy that's PK and, and he's on the power play, that's that's a huge addition for a team to to have a guy that can play in those roles. And I mean Cam's been you know hotter than a pistol these last couple weeks, playing really well, playing really confidently, and. Um, if we can get guys to you know catch fire like that, it's it's just going to be better for us. Carconi's another one. Talk about what we've seen from him. First of all, he flies. Yeah, I mean, Carks is one of the fastest guys that I've seen, and uh, you know when he's on his game, he's making defenders miss all over the rink. He's making little plays that you know maybe the fans don't see, but the master of the spinner roadie move. Yeah, too. no, he he loves the spinorama and he loves uh, he loves those those sellies when he scores too which for sure the boys kind of give him a hard time for sometimes but he's, he's a passionate guy and 
you can respect that. But um, he's another guy that you know he he's a, a depth player for us, and and when he's scoring, I I think you know our team just ends up winning a lot more games. So on Wednesday night, you go to Binghamton and you face a squad that uh, the Comets didn't really do too well against last time. They had some trouble against them uh, in preseason. Uh, I think I got it here. It was uh, it, what, they, they scored too many goals against us. Yeah. Uh, long and short of it. What, what are we going to do to prepare against Binghamton, especially Wednesday night, your next game? Here? Yeah, I mean, Binghamton, um, traditionally, or at least since I've been here, they've been a very structured team. Uh, they, they clog everything up for you and make you work for, for your chances. So um, it's going to have to be a patient game. Um, you, you know we're not going to see a ton of grade A chances, but we're going to have to bury the ones that we do get and, and make sure that we're locking down our side of the rink and, and making sure that, like, like they do, that, that we make them work for their chances. So um, I think you know special teams is going to be a big part of the game like it always is with them. And, and if we can you know, come out on that, that um, just come out on top on that end of the game, then I think it's going to be a good game for us. Thatcher Demko once again with us here at the 72 Tavern and Grill on Utica Comets in Siderwood 94.9 K-Rock. I don't know if we'll, we'll see you before, but you have a birthday coming up on December 8th. You're going to be 23, so we wanted to make sure we extended that to you. <laughs> anything, you. anything that you want this year? Or? Uh, I want to stay 22, I think, if I had one, one choice. but uh, Have you been getting too many Taylor Swift jokes? Either. <laughs> no, I, I actually, yeah, knock on wood, but uh, I made it through my whole 22nd year without a, a Taylor Swift pun. Okay, so we got, at me. So listen, I got a couple weeks left. But. All the Utica Comets fans out there that might be listening, or if you catch this on the podcast later, He's got two weeks left. Just let me be. Leave him alone. <laughs> Leave him alone. What do you yeah. What do you do? Let, let's uh, Let's let everybody know a little bit more. What does What does Thatcher do away from the ice? Uh, we know it was video games, but you know time has passed since the first time we talked to you. Uh, you've gotten to know Utica a little bit more. I'm sure you've got some favorite spots you like to go and things you like to do. Don't give away the places you go yeah. when you're trying to hide out from hockey for a little while because you're allowed to have that, but. Uh, what, what are some of the things you do yeah. while you're here? Uh, well, I mean, like you said, my first year I played a lot of video games, but I think that was just a younger younger me. Yeah. Um, I got into, I've been reading a lot of philosophy books. Mm-hmm. Um, that's my minor uh, at school. So I'm pretty interested in that and um, keeps me busy, keeps me thinking. Other than that, I just I clean the house almost every day and kind of come into that where I'm, you know, vacuuming and, and making sure everything's looking nice. So... Um, yeah, I mean, just just trying to stay busy. I'll still play the occasional video game with uh, the roommates and stuff like that. But um, definitely, I feel like I'm maybe becoming more of an adult, which is crazy to say out loud. But. Oh, fight it as long as <laughs> yeah. you possibly can. Being yeah. an adult sucks. Just yeah, enjoy know. hockey and what you got going. You and you and Zach, I, I think, are going to end up spending a lot of time together in Vancouver. I really feel that. So yeah, we appreciate we appreciate the time. Uh, we'll probably ask you back in a month or so because we Go love for it. We love chatting with you. All the best to the family. Uh, enjoy, let me know what you do with that game puck. Yeah, no, I'll, uh, I'll I'll let you know. I'll grab you at some point. So I'm glad I could get that for you. This is Thatcher Demko. We'll be right back. Utica Comets Insider, 72 Tavern and Grill, 94.9 K Rock. Utica, let's do that hockey. Utica Comets Insider, live from the 72 Tavern and Grill on 94.9 K Rock. And now our Comets Insider Grind Line with Rain Man, the Rocket, Scoop, the Cement Head, and play-by-play voice. Joe Cujo Cujo Roberts. 
So we got the voice of the Utica Comets on the phone, Scoop. Scoop and Rain here at the 72 Tavern and Grill attached to the Adirondack Bank Center with 94.9 K-Rock. Our thanks to Thatcher Demko for joining us. We've talked to him every year. He's been here a few times. I love talking to Thatcher. I just He's he's wise beyond his years. Have you noticed that? Boy, he's reading all that philosophy, which, you know, you could probably actually bring onto the rink with you a little bit. You know, some of those ideas might help you, in, you with life skills and managing situations that happen on the ice. Even. Thinking the game a little yeah. bit, getting a step ahead of everybody. We'll ask uh, Joe Roberts about that. We call him Cujo just to tease around, at least for our segment here on the radio. Let's bring him on. Joe, first of all, how are you? Gentlemen, great. How are you? Very good. Feels good to be the broadcaster for a team that's won three in a row. Give me a generic overview of Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday and how you're feeling. The team went from 6-10-1 to 9-10-1. Cosmetically, that looks a little bit better. Uh, generic overview. It was a good week. Um, that's about as generic <laughs> as it can get, but that's also uh, true. It's exactly what it was. Um, you got to have weeks like that, right, especially when you're struggling. Uh, you can't ex- you know, it's hard to expect to win three games, pick up six points out of a possible six, but uh, it certainly is rewarding when that can be the end result. Yeah, and one of those games was against uh, Rochester, you know. Who's had their number for the beginning portion of the season. Well, it's a pretty good team this year so far. Yeah, no doubt. And, and the obviously return- that, uh, that whole thing was backstopped by Richard Bachman with uh, 43 saves in that game. Uh, and I know that you guys had Demer on today, and, and a lot of people have wanted to talk about the return of Demer. And um, obviously that's been great. He picked up two wins and let in. I think it was four goals in two games, so not too bad for him. But uh, you also can't look past the return of Richard Bachman, past the return of Cam Darcy from injury, who had two game-winning goals. Um, you know, it was it, it was a group effort all around. The return of Dylan Bluegis. We've got reinforcements in the form of Darren Archibald, even though they've lost the offensive popper punch of of uh, Reed Boucher. Boucher. Uh, but still, you, you get Archibald back. Uh, there's also a few other names that aren't here anymore. Kolbikov is gone. Lukuve is gone. Obviously, with the intended two goalies that were supposed to start the season down here, Jagger Dirk is back on the roster. Uh, the team just, it, they're, they're clicking, it feels like. Kind of like we alluded to last Monday, Scoop. Um, give us your overall consensus of that. There's there's some guys that have just, they've really, especially in these last three games, Joe, uh, they've jumped off the page. You brought up Cam Darcy. I brought up Bluegis. Carcone. Uh, Carcone's another one. Thatcher um, definitely gave uh, deference and credence to Richard Bachman and pointed out his performance like any great teammate would. You're just seeing some good things from some key guys. Yeah, and uh, Brendan Gaunt, too, can't be overlooked either. You know, he's stepped sure, in, sure. and obviously he's not going to do the, the flashy and, and full of flair things that Reed Boucher's going to do, but he's going to be effective, he's going to be productive, and he's going to have his presence felt. Um, so, you know, Gaunt has a, a big body. He's a good skater. He's, he's greasy in front of the net. He, you know, you saw that goal that he scored. Uh, it was the first goal of the night on Friday in Rochester. I think it was, if memory serves correctly, just a little tip in front of the goal where he was—he had his guy wearing him like a jacket. Um, so his ability to get his stick on the puck and, and have it find the back of the net is really something that, that can't be undervalued. So you're right. I mean, you got to click at the right time. So no matter who's on your roster, who's up, who's down, or who's in between, um, right now things are feeling a lot better at the end of this week going into the upcoming games than they did uh, maybe two weeks ago and three weeks ago. So you'll be living, uh, as well as the team, out of your suitcase 
for the next two weeks for the most part. Five out of six games on the road. So we start in Binghamton on Wednesday. They beat us earlier this month 5-1. to one. I asked Thatcher this question. I'll run it by you. Is it a matter of the Comets keeping doing the things they're doing over these last three games, these little things, doing those things right? And What are, what are some of the specifics you think the Comets need to, to look for in this game Wednesday night to be more successful in Binghamton this time? Well, a good start. We were down 4 nothing in the first eight yeah. minutes and 30-some-odd seconds in that game in Binghamton. And in what universe is that a recipe for success? For success? None. Um, so, obviously, a good start is what's what's important. And then, yeah, sure, you want to maintain what you've been able to do in the last couple of weeks. Uh, power play has been effective when it needs to be. Penalty kill has been efficient. Um, guys are pulling their weight. You know, we mentioned this when, when Cam Darcy was back. I was actually watching some of the footage because he was wearing a mic during the game the other night. So I was going through some of the footage when he was isolated. And I told you this on the show, the difference he'll make in the face-off circle will be something that will make a difference. Um, and it certainly was. So you have these little things that got into the table that maybe weren't there a week ago due to injury or call-ups or whatever it may be that are there. So if you can piece all of it together and make sure you're not stuck in the mud when you start the game on Wednesday, then I see no reason why we can't be successful in Bingham. Yeah, we had uh, we had brought this up with Thatcher a little bit earlier. It's Joe Roberts, the voice of the Comets, joining us on Utica Comets Insider from the 72 Tavern and Grill with 94.9 K-Rock. But Cam Darcy has been a two-way force. It's not just with the face-offs or scoring those goals that are getting the headlines. And then I want to comment on him a little bit more and Tanner Caro, who, and even Thatcher said the same thing, he's just the consummate professional. You can tell he's spent a lot of time in the NHL. He has a well-rounded game. He does everything well. He scores goals. He, he, he's helping his teammates out with the assists, you know, being a playmaker. He just has... You just need guys like that. A glue guy, I believe, is how Scoop referred to him a little bit earlier. So, Joe, comment on those two. Well, also a guy that doesn't get all the headlines. You know, he he, he isn't, uh, we'll call it the sexiest name on the Comets roster because there are a lot of those. Um, when you talk about the Boucher's and the Demko's and the Archibald's when he's down and, and all those types of guys. But Tanner Caro very, very quietly is going about his business. And then now, as of late, he's starting to score more goals. You know, he's five power play goals on the year. I think that's second in the American Hockey League right now. So, um, and he's a great distributor. So he has he has um, centered that top line, whoever's been on wing all year long, and he has not been threatened for even a second to not have that position as that top line center. So a uh, huge pickup for Vancouver in the offseason in that trade with Chicago, and obviously he's paying dividends. And then you mentioned Darcy, what he's able to do defensively as well. He's a great two-way player. Penalty killing has been critical. Um, you know, he he was uh, a little more uh, aggressive, I think you could say, maybe a little more gutsy because he had that full full um, uh, fist protection on, so he was blocking shots in a in a more aggressive manner. Uh, we'll see if he can keep that up because that's a huge part of killing penalties in this teenager. Expected to block shots at the top. So, um, yeah, both of those guys are very quietly going about their business, and and when they click, it helps the team juggle on. Well, that leads me right into what I was going to ask you next. We're, we're, next, we're talking about Tanner. Uh, who are some of the guys over these last three games, this three-game winning streak, who have been sort of the unsung contributors to this team, the guys that you've noticed who have really put forth a great effort, they've improved their game, and they've been key contributors to the success over the last three games? 
Yeah, I, mean, I think that uh, there's a talk about Tanner Carroll for sure. I think he's one of those guys that really pops off the page for somebody who's had a good week. Lucas Diaz popped in a couple of goals too, and he's one of those guys that when he puts some points, he can do it in bunches. And then on the blue line, um, you know, keeping pucks away from your goal. Obviously, you look at the 47 shots on net that were sent our way by Rochester, a bit of an anomaly, but. For the most part, uh, the other opponents last week were held to pretty low shot totals in Laval and and, uh, and Belleville. So uh, on the blue line, when you're not talking about the defenseman, it's probably the best-case scenario. Um, when you're talking about them, it's usually not about the great things they do. It's usually about the mistakes they make. Um, so that they're kind of flying under the radar right now means they're doing their jobs uh, silently but they're doing them effectively. So I think all those guys on the uh, on the blue line deserve a tip of the cap as well. Yeah, Brisbois and Sots have, have really jumped out at me. Just solid, solid games. Taking the body, blocking the passing lanes, skating and working hard. Just making it hard for anybody to get anything started in the, their offensive zone, our defensive zone. Joe Roberts is the voice of the Utica Comets here in 94.9 K-Rock and Utica Comets Insider from the 72 Tavern and Grill. I wanted to ask about Comet Cast. Uh, another episode is out. Chatty or Jalen Chatfield, who is now out. Unfortunately, he does have a cast on the lower leg. Not sure exactly how long he's going to be out, but you did have a chance to talk to him. Uh, give us a little plug and preview of that. Yeah, it was a fun little episode. Uh, he and I are both a couple of Michiganders, you know, so we got to talk about that a little bit. We talked about that Michigan and Ohio State game, which, uh, spoiler alert, he was not pleased with the result that came out of that football game. Uh, you know, being disappointed Lions fans on Thanksgiving, we just uh, parallel lives with the two of us. And then uh, the plan right now is to have Thatcher on tomorrow, so that'll launch later on in the week, and I know people are going to want to hear that because – you know, he's got a lot of uh, – he, he's been hyped up a lot leading into the podcast. He's been uh, appointed by the team as the best chirper on the club. Um, and he was also listed as Zach McEwen's most famous person in his phone book. So, um, you know, he's got to uh, he's got to defend himself on this episode. It'll be good. Wait, wait. He has your number, right? Yeah, I don't <laughs> think I qualify, though. I don't even have a blue check mark on Twitter. So uh, that probably puts me out of the running right away. You know who the leader yeah, is, that... Cam Darcy. He has Gronk in his cell phone. Get wow. out. They have the Boston. That's right. You. We talked about that. It's the Boston thing. You. Yeah, all right. It is. Who's the most famous be. person in your phone? Uh, I might have to go with Zach McEwen's answer. I might, go, I might have to go with Pastor Demko or you. No, I don't qualify. I, I don't, I don't uh, matter I don't outside of about five miles in any direction from here. Well, same, I have Jim Bayham's cell phone number. Well, that's, that's pretty, pretty good. good. You just, just, uh, just, yeah, just drop that context over to me, and then he'll be my number one. <laughs> yeah, I would never, ever, ever. I call him once a week to talk to him on Tuesdays, like I'll do tomorrow, <laughs> and then I do not bother the guy whatsoever. I leave him alone. I'm gonna send him a, I'm gonna send him a bit emoji or something. <laughs> he's like, I, he's gonna be like, I don't want to talk to that guy. Is it Tuesday <laughs> at two o'clock? Otherwise, leave me alone. Things are looking good, Joe Roberts. We appreciate the time. Uh, big time, and uh, thanks for answering our call on a Monday night. We'll get you back in here again live as well in a few weeks, okay? Thanks, guys. Pleasure's all mine. Talk to you. All right, so that's the voice of the comments, Joe Roberts. I like the job that he's been doing this year. I think he does a great job at calling the games. They're a lot of fun to listen to. 
and a lot of he brings a lot of excitement to it. He's doing a great job. It can't be said enough. He's very energetic. Listen, we've got one more segment, but let's take a quick break right here. It's Scoop and Rain. We're at the 72 Tavern and Grill like we are every Monday, 7 to 8 o'clock. Utica Comets Insider with 94.9 K-Rock. And now our Comets Insider Grind Line with Rain Man, the Rocket, and Scoop, the Cement Head. I imagine some fans will be making the road trip down to Binghamton Wednesday night. If not, you can watch the game here at 72 Tavern and Grill. Cable bacon. Two words you need to know when you come to 72 Tavern. With a little sage. Cable bacon. And uh, the food is fantastic. I I raved about the house-made tavern tots a couple weeks ago, which are part tater tot, part hush puppy, covered in cheese and bacon and cherry peppers. Some good food down here. And all the TVs to watch sports. Monday Night Football, Comets Hockey, you can watch it here. You coming down to the Teddy Bear Toss for uh, Utica Pioneer Men's Hockey on Saturday night? Come in here, have a beverage or two, and uh, you won't be disappointed. Beautiful they're gonna, place. They're going to have uh, the Q's game on as well. Wednesday night against Ohio State yeah. in Columbus. If there's a sporting event, I think we counted it. There's 16, 20 TVs, something like that in here. And the, the way it's set up, you any direction you look, you're going to see some sports. I mean, like Monday Night Football's on. There's Sports Center with some baseball stuff going on. They've got a college basketball preview on this TV. They've got NBA over here. Uh, they've got, what's this over here? It looks like something golf-related over there, I believe, from out of the corner of my eye. Scoop, this place is a fantastic, well, fantastic to eat, have a beverage, watch your sports. Great beers on tap. Stop down here on Mondays and meet your favorite Comets players. We've had a good track record as far as either getting guys called up or at the very well, least know. insinuating or, or pushing along some winning streaks. Cam Darcy was on the show last week. He had, a, he had a pretty good week after he joined us on Monday night last week. I'm telling you, and then the team started winning. They turned that corner as we suggested to him, and he said he saw a little something, and then there you go. You get that, you're back. Things click. It happens fast. Momentum, especially in hockey, is is a powerful thing, and then, then that builds the confidence, like Thatcher said, and here we are. It's a confident team playing well, heading into what is it? Five of the next six are on the road. Five right? of the next six, yes. So I mean, it's just it's looking good. It, it's tough to win on the road. It's a lot harder to win on the road, but it's weird because for the beginning of the season, the Comets kind of kind of had flipped that. There were some struggles at the ABC. But now you're starting to see me on the ice with players. And if you see me, whether you like me or not, it means the Comets won. So take it as a positive. You know, uh, there was a lot of uh, tweets being shared. Uh, the the post-game celebrations on the ice. Uh, what was the one you shared the other day? I don't know. Where they're... They're actually uh, they're, the players getting on the ice celebrating a victory. Yeah. And I, and I think... You know, that's one of the things the Comets do great here. I always loved, you know, I don't know if they'd do it anymore if they'd give the sticks to the kids after the game when they announce the three stars. But I always love when they skate out to the middle, the middle of the ice and they just, you know, stick their sticks up in the air. The salute. Salute the fans. They stick, it's, tap, and then salute. You know, I, I don't care what great celebration, whoever, anybody, the Rangers are doing. What the Comets do is pretty cool and classic. The Car- uh, Carolina right now. That's right. That's right. That's who it was. That's who it was. That's the best uh, post-game team salute celebration going in hockey right now. They're all in on it. If you haven't seen it, it's. I think it's on my Twitter page at K Rock Rain. I think you'll find it there. Uh, a few other things of note. First of all, 
uh, you can get the podcast. It's available at Google Play, iTunes, or on SoundCloud. It's, it's Comets Insider, of course, shared on the Facebook and Twitter feed and the Instagram story for uh, this, the radio station, which is at K-Rock CNY. So if you didn't catch the interview with Thatcher or you jumped in in the middle or you want to hear Joe Roberts' segment again or you just some people like to listen to things a couple, two, three times, it's all avail- available right there, Scoop. Yeah, I was just curious what it's like going through this whole concussion protocol. It's such a conversation now uh, as opposed to 20 years ago. You know, the guys didn't do this in any of our major sports 20 years ago. They, they, they didn't think you didn't think about your future. I think they didn't know as much as they know now. But, Absolutely. He, but even even Thatcher said, and we were talking a little bit about Wasey because he's been dealing with this. It's a very unique injury into itself. Any other part of your body, if you're injured or if you're hurt, it's a physical rehab. This is the one injury where it's mental, and then it can really affect things in he, your future. He can't get on the bike because it raises his heart rate, which is, gives you a headache right away. You know, it's, it's interesting stuff. Can't right? play a video game because the lights are too bright. Yeah. Can't get out on the ice because the lights in the arena are too bright. You can't watch TV because the lights are too bright. So many things. No, nothing fast moving. You know, you can't get on the ice because the players are and the pucks are flying by because it, it messes with your equilibrium. It's a, it's a dangerous, scary thing, and to be in that place of... It's foggy. His brain is foggy, basically. We're glad he's back, and you can tell he's glad he's back. I'm pretty sure, pretty sure that mom and dad are glad that he's back too. So I got to find out what he does with that game puck. I'm glad that Damon Parmley gave that to me, and I could give that to him. I'm always happy to do this with you as well. My name is Rainman. That scoop. Uh, pay attention to the station's uh, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and we'll let you know as soon as we find out who our guest will be next week. Utica Comets Insider at the 72 Tavern and Grill every Monday, 7 to 8 with 94.9 K-Rock. Let's keep the winds coming. Go Comets!